Welcome to Truth Behind Travel Podcast. I'm your host, Dolores Semeraro, former corporate PR girl and digital communication specialist, now hospitality speaker and trainer on a mission to help travel companies and tourism organizations to restore travel confidence. Truth Behind Travel Podcast is a weekly interview series in conversation with tourism industry leaders and travel professionals about what goes on in the industry today, how do we embark on the journey to travel recovery, and restore confidence in travel. Whether you are a hospitality professional or a passionate traveler looking for a podcast that gives you more than just wanderlust, my tourism industry guests from all around the world will walk you through the journey to travel recovery of their countries and share their priceless insights on the destinations they live and work in. True Behind Travel brings you the key facts to help you travel once again, better, easier, and smarter. On today's episode, we are in the Maldives, where I was lucky enough to work for about six years. Today, we're not talking about five-star hotels and resorts, but we are diving, mind the word, diving, right into another segment of the tourism industry of this destination, the guest houses. Before I introduce you to today's guest, let's talk numbers. Maldives counts 1,192 islands, some 200 of which are inhabited. When I first moved to the Maldives, local islands were not allowed to host hotel businesses. Today, there are nearly 600 guest houses and beach hotels currently in operation across the country. My guest today is a dear friend and a former colleague. He was one of the pioneers of this segment back in 2015. I called him onto the show today to help me shine a light on this thriving segment of the tourism industry of the Maldives and understand how COVID-19 has impacted the business and what is being done to keep moving forward and restore travel confidence. Today, I am back in the Maldives and I have the pleasure to catch up with my good friend and former colleague, the hotel manager of Boutique Beach Hotel on the local island of Digura in South Ariatol, Maldives, Afzal Adam. Welcome. Uh, thank you, Dolores. Thank you for giving this great opportunity. Um, I think it's a uh, um, it's time to talk a uh, different segment today. Uh, mostly Maldives, we talk about resorts, but um, thanks giving this opportunity to talk about uh, the guest house segment. It's a pleasure. I think it's a really important segment in the Maldives, thriving, uh, so to speak, lately, apart from the, uh, the last few months, of course. Uh, and I wanted to give an opportunity for those travelers to the Maldives that are not going to the five-star hotels, are not going to the resorts. They are going for, they look for a simpler holiday, a, a holiday that is focused on nature, culture, people, and probably one of the best things that the Maldives has to offer, and that is the underwater world, diving. And I've known you since probably 15 years now. You are in my humble opinion, one of the pioneer of guest houses in, uh, in Maldives. What made you move from hotel sales manager to hotel manager of your own hotel? Yeah, the, the main reason is that um, stay with family and also working on the island. Um, I thought it's time to 
take a different experience. Uh, worked in resorts for almost um, 12 years. Then I thought it's time to move back to the local island, my home island, and then see what I can do to the community. And also at the same time, staying with family was an advantage. So that's the reason I took the took the opportunity of uh, joining the guest house in Digra. How many years since you opened your hotel? Um, it's already five years, and this is going to be the sixth year in uh, 2021. So in when we started beginning, it was a very few guest house. We were the second um, guest house in Digra. In those days, I think uh, it was around 400 guest house in the Maldives. But today I, I see that there is almost more than 600 guest houses in the Maldives and approximately 10,000 bed nights. Uh, beds in the Maldives. Um, currently in Digura, uh, 13 guest houses and um, more than 300 beds. Five years ago, we talked about 400 guest houses. And in, in, in five years' time, we've reached over 600 as of now. That's correct. More than 600 guest houses in the Maldives and more than 10,000 beds in the Maldives in guest house segment. You know, travel and tourism, of course, has changed a lot and drastically. And for a lot of people in the industry, probably for good. So if we want to compare the business you have to what you used to have before the country lockdown in the Maldives, tell me, what was the average length of stay for your hotel guest? Um, uh, Pre-COVID, we have an average stay of seven nights, usually. Um, but I think it's going to be change uh, when we reopen in, in December. We already start getting inquiries for, for December, which the guests are mostly requesting to stay 10 to 14 days um, and 10 to 14 nights. So I believe this could be because of some of the restrictions uh, back to their home countries. So they have that's the reason they want to stay longer in the Maldives. Um, the average stay definitely is going to change all over the Maldives, more than seven nights, I believe. Okay, so you are forecasting longer stays in this case, and uh, yes. you are going to reopen in December. The guest house segment in Maldives is is officially allowed to reopen as of October. Twenty seven guest houses has reopened in in in, in especially Maleto. And we haven't started in Digura yet, but we have, uh, because guest houses are very much um, involved or co- connected with community. So though, therefore, when uh, in a pandemic, when we reopen the guest houses, it's very important to, to let the community know the importance of reopening the guest houses, um, taking place all HPA guidelines and the, the measures to be taken. So we have to, uh, before we open, we have to um, uh, make some awareness, um, run some awareness programs for locals. Um, so that's what we have done in couple of um, last couple of weeks. Everything is in process. Um, I believe um, the guest houses in Digura will open, most of them will open by end of November, beginning of December. So let's talk about the community transmissions that you just mentioned. In fact, it's a, it's quite a sensitive topic because previous guests on the podcast have flaunted the ability of the Maldives to do social distancing in style, meaning you arrive to the Maldives and from the island, uh, from the airport island, you move directly to the resort island and your community transmission, I mean, the contact between 
the tourists and the local population is minimum because guests are completely are immediately taken away to the resorts. In this case, operating a hotel on a local island, it means the guests of the of the of the hotel and the guest houses are in direct contact with the local communities. What are the measures in place and what are the protocols you need to respect and you need to implement to make sure that this transmission is kept under control? We have already received the guidelines, so we have to make sure the council and the guest houses has to make uh, run awareness programs for locals and the staff of the, um, the guest houses and make them aware of the guidelines before we restart the guest houses. Um, it's um it's it's very similar like resorts. Um, only different is that we are uh, as you said we are on a local island, so community is very very important here. Um, in Digura, uh, we have done a little bit of dif- little bit different. Uh, we also quarantine our staff along with guests in guest houses in Digura, and Digura has a designated area for guests to use the beach and snorkeling, and also. The guest will go on a, a specific roads to use when they walk back and forth from harbor, when they go diving and snorkeling. And also the, the guest houses um, transport, like van or car or vehicle, they will use to transport the guest back and forth from harbor to the, to the guest houses. You know, the whole idea, the whole point is to, to avoid any unnecessary contacts with locals. So that's the reason uh, we also practice same like resort, but HPA guidelines in uh, in general says um, you don't have to quarantine. The staff can still walk with um, in their guest houses, and they they need shower and then go back to their whole, uh, village or back to their family and come back to the guest houses. Of course, they have to do uh, they have to wear masks. They have to do social distance um, and wash your hand, hand sanitizer, and all these practice need to be done. So for a guest that decides to book a stay in your hotel on the local island of Digura in South Ari Atoll, how does the holiday look like? So they, can, they, can they visit the local village? Can they go in the souvenir shop? Can they sit at the cafe? Or are they restricted to certain areas? So how does that holiday look like? Tell me. In general, in Maldives, in local islands, SPHPA guidelines, yes, the guests can go to the village, guests can go to the community, they can go to the souvenir shops. I mean, this is all beauty of guest houses on a local island, that community is very much involved and they also get direct benefit, uh, in direct and indirect benefit from, from tourism on local island. That's the beauty of guest houses on a local island. But since it's a pandemic, we talked to our local uh, people and they really won't open because most of the lands are belongs to locals. And obviously the way of they get income also being um, in stop because of the pandemic. So they also won't resume the operation and then get the income from the land or from any building they have rented, uh, etc. So, but in Digura, these restrictions, in this restriction, the guest can go, but can go on specific areas on with guest house staff on vehicle, which means the guest going their own to the village, visiting their own, is being restricted. So in Digura, but in general, in the Maldives, in HPA guidelines, other islands, 
the guests can freely walk around the island and the village area. They can wear masks. And also the locals must wear masks when they reopen the guest houses on a local island. Tell me, how many, how many people live on Digura Island? Digura has a, more than 600 population. So I think it's around 670 or 80 roughly. And how is the local population responding to the so-called new normal? The locals are very, very positive. They're very happy and they really want to reopen the guest. As I said, guest house business is very much um, involved and also very much connected with locals. Obviously, they agreed all the protocols and guidelines from HPA. If they want to open, they should. And that's what they said they really want. And they, they agreed to wear a mask. They agreed to do the social distance. They agreed to sanitize. Um, I mean, all those things as per guidelines. The locals are happy, happy to do that as well. 13 guest houses in 2020 versus how many guest houses five years ago? Uh, just two. Two, of which yeah. you were probably the first. So I guess that the scenario. The second. The second, okay. Well, that's, you see, there's a lot, of, a lot of things have changed. And for the local island life, I think, uh, irreversibly. But for the tourists that are now more and more approaching the Maldives from, um, you know, in, in the segment that you work in, not the five-star um, resort segment, but the sort of like full immersion in the local community on the local island. This type of clientele, this type of tourists, they look for something different when they come to the Maldives. And they don't look for luxury. They don't look for isolation. They look for a direct contact with the local culture and the, the natural beauty of the Maldives. In this case, the island of Digura is located in South Ari Atoll, which is a, uh, an atoll that is famous for the whale shark spottings. And I, and I was lucky myself to see them quite a few times. When you receive inquiries for your for inquiries and bookings for your hotel, what are the questions that now you most often receive from potential booking and for your guests? Um, mostly we receive uh, what are the guidelines and measures taken place on, on the local island and also at the guest house. Um, obviously, we explain um, all the guidelines on our email back to the clients and they are also very impressed and very happy. There are uh, protocols and also guides are taken place um, just in order to save off the locals and the guests and the staff. Um, and also we are getting very much very a lot of inquiries uh, from guests about split stay. Um, Pre-COVID, a um, lot of guests uh, visit local guest houses. They all they have a split stay with resorts. Um, probably they be, because of the budget they have, they might not be able to go to resorts. But since they are visiting Maldives, they would like to go to resort and experience um, the resort experience as well. So split stay or combined holidays were very common in the guest houses and also visiting from one island to another island. It always varies. For example, 
South Area Toll is, as you said, very famous for the whale shark. And also during the season, like uh, from Feb January to April, um, months um, on the cleaning station is famous. But on the other hand, Bai Toll um, uh, from uh, July to September is very famous UNESCO Hanifer Bay area for um, the school of mantas um, and also the whale shark. So people want to combine, for example, uh, traveling South Area toll for whale shark and diving in the beautiful tillers and um, uh, between Dangeti and Digura. There are 10 world-class dive sites. I, I believe you may have also dived there. It's beautiful. It's different. Um, they just, they want to dive there and then go and see the whale shark and then combine their holiday in Baitol to, to see Hanifar Bay. So that also a question can be split state. Yes, and uh, as per HPA guidelines, um, uh, the recent amendment, um, split state is possible between resort guest houses and safari boats. Most of your guests, when they try to get in contact with you, they find you on social media, on your website, on the online tour operator. So namely all the online platform where you can book a hotel stay. What online platform proved to be the most successful for you to stay in touch with your customers over time? Um, social media, obviously, it's the main source of interacting with, um, with our customers. Um, we use Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, almost all kind of social media, email, marketing, newsletters. Um, also, we are in contact with a lot of our repeater clients directly by phone. We also call them time to time um, to check on how they are doing, especially during this pandemic. We made some personal calls to our repeaters. We are in, in winter, almost 60% with repeater divers. So they always want to come back. And we, since last five years, in last five years, we had... Um, we had uh, repeaters that came back for fourth and fifth time for diving with us. So we called those guests back and we always check, we have checked how they are doing during the pandemic. So we are, we are keeping a very close contact with the repeaters as well. But as I said, social media is the main interact with the, our customers. The recent statistics in the Maldives for tourist arrivals mentioned about nearly 30,000 tourists came back to the Maldives during the first three months from reopening borders. None of them visited a guest house. I think some numbers being visited because 15th of October, it was reopened some of the guest houses in the Maldives. And there are guests has been gone to Mafushi and uh, Hura and some other islands. And um, I saw some uh, the statistics from guest houses. The numbers is increasing to the to the guest houses. So which is a good sign, I would say. I think it's the matter of whether you will open or not. If you open and if you take uh, take in place those guidelines, the measures, uh, the protocols, uh, I think when people know it's safe to travel, I, I believe the business will increase. What are the atolls in, in the Maldives where there's the highest number of guest houses? Um, Kafetol or the Baletol, Great Mal area. This is the area where the main guest, um, the most, most of the of guest, the guest houses. houses. 
Male area is the capital city of the Maldives and also the, the closest to the airport. These guest houses benefit from better transports because they are closer to the airport and close closer to the capital city. How do your guests reach you? How do they get to your hotel? Uh, Pre-COVID, we have a lot of um, lot of options traveling to local islands. We have everyday speedboat from airport to local islands. We have fly-me scheduled flights. Uh, we have a public local ferry where local tourists can also travel very cheaply. Um, but because of uh, pandemic and, and since we're going to reopen during the pandemic, um, the, the options are very less. Uh, basically, at the moment, we only have me as an option. So that could be an issue with um, the guest houses located um, far from, from airport. Flyme being the domestic airlines that flies between Male Airport to Mamigili Airport. And from the Mamigili Island, then guests need to take another boat to reach Digura Island. Yeah, that's correct. Um, there will be another domestic um, transport between Mamigili and Digura. Uh, Pre-COVID, uh, FlyMe uh, speedboat do all the connections. They do the transfer from airport to Mamigili with FlyMe, and then FlyMe speedboats will take in and connect into the resorts or local islands from Mamigili to those islands. Uh, but um, during pandemic, when we're going to restart the business. Um, it will be our own transport. So you will be operating your own transfers from the from the airport all the way to the, to the island of Digura? From Mamigile Airport to Digura, yes, our own transport. Quite an interesting information because, for example, in the Seychelles, after reopening, they did not allow tourists to, to get on the local buses to mix with the population because in that case, the, the transmission would have been much more... Um, the, the population would have been much more at risk. In this case, you're telling me that local ferries cannot be accessed by tourists at the moment to, to reach the local islands. And the only way you can reach a local island is to fly to the closest domestic airport and from there take a transfer, a boat transfer, to the local island of, of your choice, like your, your destination island. One of the challenges that, for the, for especially for the guest house segment, is the cost of transport. Most of the time, the transport itself costs just as much as the guest house stay. In this case, would you foresee a challenge there for your business in, in terms of cost of transport, transport versus cost of stay? That's uh, very true. The, the transport cost will be a, a challenge for guest house business, um, especially the room rate versus the guest. Um, the transport is quite high. Uh, in Dikura, average room rate is around $100 uh, per night. Um, but in our case, our hotel, is we are running a different um, concept. Um, we are like an all-inclusive dive-in. The price is already including um, all-inclusive, basically including dive-in or snorkeling. Um, the price is also so quite high. Most of our clients uh, travel by FlyMe pre-COVID even. So 90% of our guests comes from FlyMe. But Dikura, most of the guests comes on daily 
speedboat transfer. So this could be a challenge for all the guest houses in Digura. And I would say all the um, guest houses in the Maldives, especially far from airport, that's a challenge. Uh, to overcome the challenge, we already talked to the um, speedboat um, uh, organizers and the, and also the public transport but obviously public transport is not going to be an option at the moment but speedboat may be an option uh, but they would like to see how the business uh, uh, comes back or how the business um, responds when we reopen. If they see any bright um, or positive uh, feedback from market they are willing to uh, to to operate the speedboat um, probably in, in end of December or beginning of January, which is good, which is a good sign. Having very few options in terms of transport, it will affect the guest house um, tourist flow because it will be increasingly difficult to reach the local island versus, for example, um, the resorts uh, guests that probably reach the island mostly by seaplane in the Maldives. So transport is a vital conversation. It's a vital topic in in, in the Maldives because island to island, uh, it, this is this is what the community live and breathe in. The business community live and breathe in. Exactly. What do you think are the could be other challenges that you might have to face after you open? Um, the main the main worry is uh, is if somebody get positive or if in case something happens um, in the local uh, community, uh, what would then it happen? It's um, it all the guideline uh, it, it guidelines are mentioned very clearly how to respond uh, if something has happened on a local island. Um, the transport is the main challenge. Um, Taking sample is not an issue on Digura because we have well-trained nurses and a good health center and healthcare on the island. Um, currently, our health center um, staffs uh, visit um, Amaya Resort and Wakarufali take the samples from the, the guests who departure from their, their resort. And then they transport back to back to Mali for testing. Um, same thing applies in Digora. Uh, the health center staff will take the sampling and the guest houses will coordinate with FlyMe and FlyMe will take to, to Mali and the staff in, in the airport will take to the laboratories and do the testing. And what happens if a guest is found uh, to, you know, test positive to the PCR test before departure? What happens to that guest? Um, every local island should have to have a certain number of um, rooms or be a place where should have isolation facility. Like should be have should have an isolation facility on a local island. In the Gura, we have uh, eight rooms um, isolation facility. Um, in case if a guest has been positive, uh, those people will be taken to the isolation facility. Close contact also will be taken to, to the isolation facility and will be kept for 14 days quarantine. And after that, they will do the test. And once they get a negative PCR result, they will be released. And these isolation facilities are to be used by, by tourists only or by locals and tourists it's mostly for guests and staff, but I think in case of local community, those isolation facilities also will be used for local community as well. Was there any case of COVID-19 on Digura Island since the beginning? Um, 
since the beginning we are very safe none zero so which is so very good digura yeah. island is covid free covid free island so far so we are very happy and the islanders locals are very happy with that and even though we have um, quite few locals been uh, traveled between uh, male and digura for medical reasons and still we we have kept the island safe it's probably the most reassuring information for a tourist booking their next holiday knowing that the, that person is going into a covid free territory and um i think this should be on top of the communication message of everybody being in digorad example so if i was the hotel manager of any of the 13 guest houses uh currently operating on digora island i would put that on top of my website and i would put that on top of my social media to let everybody know that digora island is covid free i mean you've traveled all around europe really for business and pleasure you've you've you're quite a, a connoisseur in terms of when it comes to holiday destinations especially beautiful destinations like maldives you've been to germany you've been to the uk you've been to france from a traveler to another traveler what would you recommend doing these days when planning a trip um first of all i think it's important to see what are the safety precautionary measures taken place on the destination it's number one second uh, when you search a flight you need to see the flexibility refund cancellation policy third you also need to see what are the cancellation policy and refund policy on accommodation before you start traveling and as well as very important to see if your insurance covers um during pandemic for example um currently maldives i think as you may know has in- implemented a, um, a, a covid uh, insurance um, from elite so elite gives the opportunity to the clients to book a um worried free holiday insurance uh, 7 to 14 days holidays um, it's quite good price so to have an insurance is is very very important as well as uh, if something happen uh, critical situations if you have to transport to a medical facility then the transports are covered and also once you transport to a covid facility or critical care facility again those things are covered if you have a proper insurance i think it's important to to remember that there are certain destinations where where you want to that you want to travel to um that will be subject that will make you subject to quarantine upon upon return in this case maldives has just been taken off the list of the in the uk as a, a country subject to quarantine upon return which which is a very positive news for the destination which means that more british travelers will travel to to the to the country to the islands and yourself you said that uh, you are already receiving requests and inquiries for uh, as of december onwards which countries do you forecast coming back as as guests to your hotel Our main market uh, before pre-covid also was Europe and still um we are getting more inquiries from Europe like Germany uh, from UK and from 
France are the three number um, countries that we have, and still we are getting inquiries, even though the, uh, some of the countries like France and Germany is getting a little bit of worse uh, compared before, but still people are inquiring traveling. And more flights come into the Maldives. Um, the statistics shows Russia is number one, and so far, um, Middle East is the second, um, and more flights they are putting into the Maldives. And soon, I think Kondo, uh, Lufthansa is starting from Germany to Mali, which is going to be good as well. So I think um, more options are there and people are already start looking what are the options um, when things are getting calmed down. You've been in the industry for many years, both in the resort segments and five-star segments, and now most recently for the past six years in the guest house segment in the Maldives. So you know both sides of the industry, of the tourism industry of the country. What will be your word of advice for a young Maldivian who wants to join the industry today? I would say the young generations, um, they, they should start um, their career path from resort life. Resort life is very interesting. It, it gives you a lot of opportunities. It um, gives you a lot of experience in, in hospitality industry. So, so start a career in the resort is a fantastic pathway fantastic place and once you have enough experience and then if you would like to move back to your home uh, to live your life with your family then you could move back to the guest house um, guest house business okay and if you would have to welcome back your guests and and re-invite them to join you back on that on the island of digura as of december what would you say to them um we are very much ready to reopen Digura and reopen our guest house as well. Um, we, we, we are looking forward to welcome you back. The whale sharks are waiting. The dive spots are beautiful and the mantas are around. Yeah, can't wait to welcome you back. Afzal, thank you so much for joining me today. It has been a great pleasure to catch up with you and uh, good luck. Thank you, Dolores. Thanks once again giving this great opportunity. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed episode five of Truth Behind Travel podcast on travel recovery today with the hotel manager of Boutique Beach Hotel on Digura Island in the Maldives, Mr. Afzal Adam. If you want to know more about how a holiday in the Maldives looks and feels like on a local island, head over to Boutique Beach Hotel website, www.boutiquebeach.club. So tell me, have you enjoyed this episode? I would love for you to share your feedback. Find me on Facebook or on Instagram at Truth Behind Travel Podcast. Or better, rate and review the show on Apple Podcast. Every Thursday, a new episode will bring you the insights of tourism and travel experts to take you on a journey to restore travel confidence. Thank you and bye for now.